The views in this podcast are the participants' own and are not the views of their respective companies. Welcome to Aerox The Legacy Life, the podcast asking, what does a career in runoff insurance or reinsurance actually look like? I'm your host, Katie Reynolds, and today I'm joined by Juliana Tos, an associate at Mayor Brown. Juliana is also a member of our Aerox Next Gen Council. Juliana, thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't we just jump right in and you can tell our listeners what your role is. What do you do? Of course. Well, first, let me just say, Katie, thank you so much for having me on. It's such a privilege. Eric and this podcast in particular has always been such a great resource for me and just hearing from different professionals in the runoff field. So I'm really excited to, to be on the other end of it now talking with you. So thank you. Regarding my role, though, uh, as you mentioned, I'm an associate at Mayor Brown in the corporate group, and I'm also a member of the insurance industry group. For some background, Mayor Brown is a global law firm, and our insurance group provides really a full suite of services in the insurance field, ranging from transactional matters to regulatory guidance to dispute resolution. Although, of course, as a corporate associate, once it gets to dispute resolution, we like to hand that off to our our litigation colleagues. And we will and I will focus purely on transactional and regulatory matters, which will commonly involve runoff deals. As an associate on a runoff deal, I really get to engage in the matter from start to finish, which is something that I really enjoy about working on runoff deals more broadly. So for example, if we are representing a seller in a runoff deal, we will help prepare the different auction drafts that will be used, which will involve drafting a range of documents such as the purchase agreements, reinsurance agreements, administrative services agreements, and and different collateral packages, and then help negotiate and review these throughout the process. Additionally, mainly because we, you know, commonly represent international clients and really just due to the nature of legacy. A runoff deal will also commonly involve uh, working with regulators from a a range of jurisdictions as well. So I will also have the opportunity to work on different insurance regulatory matters that will pop up in a runoff transaction, which I really enjoy as well. You know, I think overall working in the corporate group and with the insurance group has allowed me to really engage in the material and, and work on some some sophisticated deals with the added benefit that, you know, I have a a really great team that I enjoy working with. So what has your career path looked like? Was this what you started out doing or did you kind of fall into this? What has your path been? I, well, I think like many other people, I did not start off my college or law school career thinking that I was going to go into insurance. I think I met some great people in the insurance field and it happened to be a a nice coincidence that I found the insurance area to be incredibly interesting um, and much more complex and sophisticated than how I originally imagined it. When I first started off, I actually started at a litigation firm working on insurance litigation, which was really great because I think it gave me a very fulsome view and perspective on the insurance industry. But over time, just found myself very drawn to more of the corporate aspects. So found myself eventually making the move over to Mayor Brown's corporate team, which has just been a phenomenal experience so far. Okay, so let's talk about Aeroc because you started working with Aeroc NextGen pretty much this year. Can you tell us what your experience has been like so far? Yes, it's been great so far. I've really enjoyed it. 
I started earlier this year, really just hoping to kind of connect with different young professionals in the field and learn from them and their experiences. And since joining, it's really just paid off tenfold. You know, not only have I gotten to to meet and work with talented young professionals such as yourself, of course, but I've also had the chance to really just develop my own skill set as a young professional in a meaningful way. For example, I've had the chance to speak at Mayor Brown's runoff deal forum where I got to present on the basics of legacy transactions, which was a really great experience just to take a topic that I've worked on so closely and have to you know, take a step back and go back to the fundamentals and then present these concepts to a broad range of professionals in the field. So it's been really great to have some experience such as that, while also, you know, getting your name out there and getting to connect with different people in the field as well. It's not only uh, did she present at the deal forum, but she's been asked to present. She did such a good job several, several more times since. So, yep. If, if you want to be put to work, we will, we will gladly take you to next gen council. <laughs> we're, we're taking our, we're taking our show on the road, you know, if we, uh, a few more, and we will be making T-shirts with a legacy <laughs> transactions. So, how do we attract more younger professionals, or just folks who are newer to the space, to legacy or to insurance in general? Recruiting new people, I think, is so important, not only for maintaining our current workforce, but also for continuing to to build it as the legacy market continues to really expand and develop. You know, I think recruiting new people is really perhaps a two-step process. On one hand, of course, outreach is so important for just gaining awareness on what legacy is. You know, I think when I tell people I work on a legacy deal, the question that almost always follows is, you know, what is legacy or what is runoff? So outreach is first and foremost so important. And whether that be going to job fairs or internships, you know, I think that is just one way to really just expand the public knowledge on what exactly legacy is and what it entails. So I think that's, of course, one really important step. But I think the second step, I think it's really on us as individuals and as members and professionals in this field. I think we should all take an active role when it comes to recruiting new professionals to join this area whether that be taking an intern out for coffee to talk about your experience or answering that email, requesting, you know, some time just to sit down and chat about your career path. I think younger generations really value feeling appreciated and feeling like people are invested in their career. And I think in that way, we can all really make these one-on-one connections and try to get the younger generations really excited in the work we do. No, I think I was really fortunate to have two great mentors who kind of showed me the different opportunities and the different work that's available to me in this field. And it was through them that I could really get excited about the work that I do now, particularly because I think going into this, I didn't really know what legacy transactions involved, but I really valued their experience and their guidance and it was through that that I have really found myself in this area. So I think really just working on building those one-on-one connections and helping young professionals get excited about this field 
is such an incredible tool for making sure that people are continuing to pursue this area of work. Do you have any advice for any young professionals or for people who are looking to get into the space? Or is there just been some advice that has worked particularly well for you in your career? Yes, I think one of the most important things I I think for you know younger professionals is while of course it's okay to have a path or an idea or a plan of what you want your career to look like, never be too beholden to that necessarily. And never by any means turn down different opportunities because of that plan. I think when anyone starts off in any field, it's so difficult to know exactly what you'll be interested in, what you'll be good at, you know, what you may not like, that it's always important to keep the door open for different opportunities. Me, myself, I started off working at a litigation firm thinking that I was going to litigate my entire life only to find out very quickly that I was very drawn to more of the the corporate work. So it's really just a matter of keeping those opportunities open. And additionally, I think apart from just keeping the opportunities open, I think it's so important to really capitalize and to value the connections you have and your own professional network. And also just constantly be trying to expand your professional network. Your network will always be one of the most important tools that you have. And I think when you know you're a younger professional in general, people are even more excited to sit down with you. And I think people are even more generous with their time, really just to sit down and talk about their own experience. So it's important to always capitalize on that and always take advantage of it. You now I found that to be particularly true of of professionals in the runoff market. I think I've met some really just great and genuine people who have been more than willing to sit down and just share their own stories and their own guidance, which has been such a valuable tool for me personally. So it's not just about, of course, you know, having networks for the for the sake of having that network, but also always being sure that you're learning from them and that you're learning from people who just have such a wealth of, of experience and knowledge. There's so much about what we do that you can't necessarily learn in a college class or a law school class or some training manual, but it's rather, you know, what you learn from, you know, your colleagues and your peers. So really just be, be willing to learn from them, value the experience and, and what they bring to the table. In this age where we are largely working hybrid or full-time remote, have you found it difficult to make these connections or to build your network or to have these kind of mentor-mentee relationships that you've relied on? And do you have any advice for anybody who's trying to find a way to have that same sort of, of relationship? Well, I think the nature of the environment has definitely changed since going remote. These remote meetings such as Zoom and Teams, they have their benefits. And I don't see them going away anytime soon. But at the same time, there is something that's lost when you, when you have virtual meetings. And sometimes it's a bit more difficult to make close connections with people. So it's definitely been a struggle that I'm sure a lot of people have felt since the pandemic. As far as advice goes, I think the, the most important thing for, for young professionals and really for anyone is just to always be putting yourself out there as much as you can. I think it's something that I found a bit intimidating starting off found it a bit tricky sometimes to make a cold call or send that email asking to talk to someone. But I promise if you can just put yourself out there, people are so much more receptive than you think. And I think people are incredibly generous with their time, again, especially when it comes to younger professionals. 
So it's really just about constantly trying to put yourself out there, even if you get a rejection or two, or maybe no get a response or a few, just constantly trying to capitalize on the opportunities you have and just trying to put yourself out there as much as you can. And it certainly doesn't hurt to go to something like an era conference where you can meet a ton of people and everybody wants to talk to you and get to know you. And yeah. hear about your your lovely presentation that you're going to do. <laughs> yes, yes. No, that's definitely, it's been one of the greatest parts about AROC, just having the opportunity to, to go to different events and just sit down and talk with people, especially having the benefit of, you know, having given one presentation and we'll be giving another. It's just another way to kind of get your name out there. And it also just gives you something to now talk about with other people there. So for anyone considering it, I would say apply to NextGen. You know, we always love to have new people and it's been such a great experience for me. And I know that it can do so many great things for, for others in the area. Thank you so much for joining us, Juliana. It was great having you. We appreciate all of your time and your insights. And with that, I'm going to cue the music and close this out. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. AROC Next Gen is part of AROC, the only U.S.-based association focusing on the legacy or runoff sector of the insurance and reinsurance industries. AROC serves the industry by providing education, networking, information, and data. Learn more about what we do at www.aroc.org. That's A-I-R-R-O-C.org. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>